0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In, um, in all three of the Synoptic Gospels, the story of the Transfiguration occupies a central place. It recapitulates the themes of sonship and divine calling, which were seen at Jesus' baptism. And it also looks forward to the resurrection and the glory of his risen body. But the Transfiguration also has deep connections to the 40 days of Lent. As we heard last week, just after Jesus was baptized, Satan took him up a high mountain and offered him all the kingdoms of the world, if only he would worship him. But Jesus answered, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone you shall serve. Now, in the story of the Transfiguration, Jesus again ascends a high mountain, Mount Tabor in Galilee, with his three closest disciples, Peter, James, and John. And there he undergoes a change in appearance. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. He was seen conversing with Moses and Elijah, two of the greatest figures in the history of Israel, who symbolize the law and the prophets. Significantly, both Moses and Elijah are associated with mountains, notably Mount Sinai or Mount Horeb, as it is called in the Elijah cycle. Both Moses and Elijah had experiences of 40 days fasting. Moses on Mount Sinai before he received the Ten Commandments and Elijah on his journey through the wilderness to Mount Horeb. Both Moses and Elijah had a theophany, an experience of God's presence. On Mount Sinai, before he received the tablets of stone, Moses was granted a vision of God's glory, but only from behind. And Elijah, after his journey of 40 days and nights, stood on Mount Horeb as the Lord passed by, not in a hurricane or earthquake or a great fire, but in a gentle breeze. And both Moses and Elijah departed from this life in somewhat mysterious ways. Moses died in the mountains of Moab, overlooking the promised land, and it is said St. Michael and Satan contended over his body. And Elijah was taken up to heaven in a chariot of fire. The stories of these two great figures of salvation history help support and illuminate the mystery of the transfiguration. There the Lord appears in a great cloud, representing the Shekinah, the inaccessible dwelling place of God. And it overshadowed them, and a voice was heard from the cloud, proclaiming, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. This episode of the Transfiguration prefigures, as I said, the resurrection and ascension, showing Jesus in his heavenly glory as the true source of salvation and as the incarnation of divine love. We recall that in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said he had not come to abolish the law and the prophets, but to fulfill them. God's plan for our salvation, which began with Abraham and progressed through the history of the Hebrew people, from their exile in Egypt, the revelation of the law on Mount Sinai, the return to the promised land, the great figures of the judges, the kings and the prophets, then the exile in Babylon, and again the return to the Promised Land, where the Jews were ruled, first by Persians, then by Greeks, and finally by the Romans. This salvation history finds its true meaning in the life and teachings, and above all, in the person of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. During his life on earth, Jesus gave his disciples indications of who he truly was through his words and through his miraculous deeds. But on this one occasion of the transfiguration, he showed himself to them in his heavenly glory. By this sight and by the sound of the Father's voice from heaven, his divine origin was made manifest. And so too he helped prepare and strengthen his disciples to face the challenges ahead his coming death and resurrection and their own persecution and eventual death. And finally, in this glorious vision of supernatural joy and radiance, we can see an anticipation of the reward he promised to his disciples and to all who believe in him and who maintain their faith. That reward, the goal of all our sacrifice and suffering, is a share in his heavenly glory as God's children by adoption, co-heirs with Christ and fellow citizens of the kingdom of heaven. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.